speaking, but let me start by saying real quick, I'm going to share some things with you tonight. Most people like those words. Um, we've had a great day today. I'm glad you're with us tonight. It's been an encouraging day together with um, with the families of, I, I wish, and I said this earlier, no offense to Barry, but I said the greatest sermon that you'll hear today is, will come from a lot of these, a lot of these parents just sharing their heart with their senior. It was emotional. I think some of them want to strangle me when I make them do that, but it's really neat. And really, it's just a special time for the seniors. So thank you parents for doing that. Uh, it, was a great, it was a great day. All the work, everything, makes it, it makes it all worthwhile seeing those things. We have a, a lot of our seniors, a lot of visitors tonight. I just want to share a few things um, with you and uh, just be a quick lesson tonight. Keep saying that. I asked the seniors to send this to send me some things from their from their childhood. Something that they, when they think about, I asked the senior parents this. When they think about their senior, they remember this from childhood. Okay, so I got some pretty neat stories, and I, I actually shared this today. I've always kind of seen these parents during this time, and it was emotional. I didn't really get it. It was just kind of like, what's wrong with these people? There's all these different thoughts that went through my head. And now, you know, I shared this today. You know, I remember the first time Lindley fell down. Like, we all we all lost it. It was just like, you know, what's happening? You know, is she going to break? I mean, these kids. And then you hear every day, today, ten different times I heard this. The time I had with my child, it flew by. Right, parents? I mean, it's just like I'd, I'd blink my eyes. And now they're graduating. I kept hearing. I kept. I kept hearing that today. And I just want to share some things. Uh, some of them are funny, and everybody didn't get to send one in. But um, got a few of these from different parents. And you know, just I know our children are a blessing from God, and that's what we're celebrating t- uh, tonight. Uh, I asked people to send me different things, and this is what I got. Starting with Woody. Okay, we'll start there. <coughs> Helen texted me this. She said, when he was little, he copied the song leader at church on conducting. And if you've ever seen him, that's Woody. That turned into being field commander from the, for the Hardin County Band for several years. Uh, I thought that was pretty neat. Uh, Jackie sent me this on Mary. Sorry, Mary. She said, when Mary was little, she blamed everything that went wrong on a blue elephant. She also had an imaginary friend named Cindy Lou, and everywhere we went to eat, we always had to save a seat for her imaginary friend. I thought those were neat. Um, Cindy sent me this on Ben. Said so Ben started going to Mid South Youth Camp before he was actually supposed to go as a as a very young man, uh, as a very young boy. He was feeling a little homesick because I don't think he'd been away like that. And I I came up to talk to Frank Bradford and just kind of want to have that conversation. And he said, what are you going to do about my homesickness? And Cindy said that Frank Bradford pushed him in in the pool and Ben's been back every year since. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember that? That's funny. Oh, Lori sent me this on Chandler. She said, when Chandler was three, he, along with Delaney, five weeks old, and I went with my parents to Pigeon Forge. My dad drove by Neyland Stadium, and Chandler was excited. The biggest treat was taking him to Hound Dogs in Severeville. Chandler was so excited. Folks were laughing. You have, 
you would have thought that we had won the lottery. I've never seen him so excited. It's amazing how someone so young takes the orange and white to heart. I think I maybe read that a little backwards there. This is a memory that I will always cherish. She said, you should call my dad and ask him. Sorry, Larry, I didn't get time. Our kids, are, you know, I know you all probably have a memory from your kid that you'll, that you'll never forget. And like I said today, your, your children will always be your children. They'll always be your babies no matter how old they are. And you're always going to be, I guess, you're, just heart, you're always going to have a heart for your children. And, you know, I remember just this feeling when we had Lindley, when Nicole had Lindley, of, you know, this, this is my kid, but there's also this feeling of, I think I just understand just a little bit more how God feels towards us. You know, over and over and over in the Word, it said, you know, you're my dear children, you're my children. And there's just something about being a parent. And you seniors don't understand that, but you will. Um, I just want to share some of those. We have, we have a great group of kids. Uh, if you went to Country Place this year, you would have seen the waterworks that happened. I was just emotional. We're losing a great group. I've already told you guys that. I'm so proud of you guys. I want to share a few things tonight, just real quickly, some things that I just just want to prepare you for, some things from the Word, a few things from my life. And then just just give the lesson to you. But I'm I'm thankful for you. I talked this morning in class, and I told um, I told our seniors that um, there's this button in your mind somewhere up here when you're younger, and when older people talk, you just you can flip the switch. You know what I'm saying? When older people talk, you just like shut them down, and you're like, well, whatever. And that's one of the main things that I talked about was listening to people that you trust, listening to wisdom, listening to older people. There's so much wisdom in this room. I'm not saying that you're all old. There's a lot of life lived in this room, a lot of experiences. Listen to those people. I want to encourage you to do those. I want to read some lyrics from a song. I did not know it was Ben's song tonight during his uh, video, but it is. Uh, our radio stations around here, sometimes they wear songs out, but you've been hearing this song. If you've heard, I'm not a ginormous Tim McGraw fan, but he's got a song out called Humble and, and uh, Kind. I want to read the lyrics to it. Tim didn't write it. A, a lady named Laura McKenna wrote it. And if you, if you listen to the lyrics, you know it had to be written by a parent. And I did a little research on her, and she has five children. Makes a little sense. Some of y'all, raise your hand. Have you heard that song? How have you heard it? Some of you are like, no, no. Okay. Listen to it. There's a lot of lyrics, a lot of things out there, and I told you I'm not a big fan of that. I've been hearing this, and over and over and over in my mind, there's some things I want to share as we begin uh, tonight. It says, you know, there's a light that glows by the front door. Don't forget the keys under the mat. Childhood stars shine. Always stay humble and kind. Go to church because your mama says to. Visit Grandpa every chance that you can. It won't be wasted time. Always stay humble and kind. Hold the door. Say please. Say thank you. Don't steal. Don't cheat. And don't lie. I know you got mountains to climb, but always stay humble and kind. When the dreams you're dreaming come to you, when the work you put in is realized, let yourself feel the pride, but always stay humble and kind. Don't expect a free ride from no one. Don't hold a grudge or a chip, and here's why. Bitterness keeps you from flying. Always stay humble and kind. 
Know the difference between sleeping with someone, sleeping with someone you love. I love you ain't no pickup line. Always stay humble and kind. Hold the door, say please, say thank you, don't steal, don't cheat, and don't lie. I know you got mountains to climb, but always stay humble and kind. If you've heard that, I don't know if you take all the relationship advice there, but there's some really good, powerful things in that. But I mean, what a, what a good thing to say to, to, to young people to just stay humble in your life and, and be good to people. All throughout the Word, we hear those things. I wrote down a few things that I want to share. Um, being removed from high school from more and more and more years, I just feel like um, I'm learning just a few things. I'm not the wisest person that there ever was, and that's why I said there's so much wisdom um, in this room. There's so much wisdom. You seniors, you young people, there's wisdom. Um, listen to your granddad. Listen to your, listen to your parents. When you want to flip that switch and cut them off, listen to them. They love you. They're trying to help you. Listen to those people. I wrote down a few things. Um, the, I titled what I'm fixing to say, The Most Cliché Sermon of All Time. Because you, all of you have heard these things over and over and over again, and the question will just come down into you in your life. Well, are you going to listen, and are you going to do anything with it? Um, a few points. Uh, you seniors, learn to save money right now. It doesn't grow on trees. Dakota's shaking his head. You're going to go to college. There's another lesson like learning to mooch, but I'm not going to get into that. Learn to save money. Be good with money. Be nice to people. Practice the golden rule. I have one right here, and I haven't always done a very good job of this, but visit your grandparents every chance you get. When I was in high school, I had all my grandparents, and um, today I have one, and her health's not great. I don't do a good job of that all the time. Visit your grandparents, young people. Listen to them. Spend time with them. They're not going to be there forever. Know that family is, is everything and love them. A lot of you guys, I just want to have, I just want to show hands. This is a senior thing tonight. It's kind of a different setting. But I, didn't, I just wanted to share a few things tonight about how this church family has your back. If you ever need anything, this church family has your back. Seniors, I want you to do this real quick. I want you to look around. And everybody else, if you're in here tonight and you're not a senior and you would be willing to help one of these seniors in their life, I want you just to stand for a second. If you would be willing to help them at some point, stand. And just remain standing for a second. You seniors, I want you guys to, to look around and know that there are a lot of people who love you, who would do a lot of things for you. Don't try to face this life and this world alone. Look around. A lot of some of the greatest people I know are standing up right now and they're just a phone call away. I'm not gonna make y'all sit y'all can sit down. Thank you. We're gonna do there there was a rich old man and stand up and down. It's pretty nice to know that people are behind you and that people are there for you. And that's not that wasn't that was real. What just happened? I've got I've got five quick things and I'll close out. I said I'm gonna be short and I'm just keep talking. Um, like I said, the most cliche sermon you've ever heard. Number one tonight, one of my five. Seniors, surround yourself with people who love the Lord. 
I can't stress that enough. We, we have said time and time again to just to be around good people. We've all heard that before, but I think we can take it a step further and just not just be around good people. Like spend time with people who love God. And it'll change we're, we're, the whole everything about your life. It'll change it. Everybody in here, even if you're not a senior, that's true, right? First Corinthians fifteen thirty three. It says that bad company corrupts good morals. It wasn't a, a suggestion; it was a commandment. But it was also something that seems so easy. But isn't that one of the hardest things to do? When we step back and look at our life, where we've probably fell short of what God wanted from us. I think we're probably lost on this one right here. Surrounding ourselves with people who love God. Do that. I promise you if you do that, your life will be so much better. I'm not saying that it will be always be easy because it won't, but if you do that, life will be easier in a lot of ways. Um, and your faith won't be tested every time you go out and every time you go do something. Spend time with people who love God. That's simple. Whether you're 88 or 18, that, that rings true. Number two, we're, we're told that during this next stage, the next three or four years of your life, that it's the easiest time for you to unplug from church. We lose more people in church during college. People come on, you know, they, people leave and they say the number one attended church during college is the Box Springs Church of Christ. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm not getting up for church. And that's, a, that's an issue. Number two tonight, connect to a church. You guys are going to school all over. Some of you are staying here. Love for you to be connected here. Connect to a church. Find a church. And don't just be there. Be active. Help a church. Be connected to a church. But do it quick. As soon as you get, as soon as you get to college, wherever you go, Mississippi State, Freed Hardeman, wherever you go, get connected to, to a church and thrive and read your Bible and stay connected. Number three, I heard this last year and I wrote it down and I've tried to think about it. I want to challenge you to love people and use money. Not the other way around. Let's say that again. Love people and use money. It becomes easy in our lives for us to use money. Sorry to use people and love money, but don't be that way. Love people. Love the people that are in your life. So I heard that, and I, man, I just wanted to—I just wanted—you know—that's just a reminder all the time. We live in a very materialistic world. Don't think that way. Number four: Remember that you control you. You seniors are um, in the driver's seat of your life, spiritually, emotionally, physically, in every way. You control you. You guys have all seen the Dr. Seuss, oh, the places that you'll go. I saw it on a few of these tables back here. It's my favorite books. It's on my level, I guess. It's my favorite Dr. Seuss because it's so true and, and, and so connected to the Bible as you think about. You guys can go anywhere and do anything that you want to do. There's going to be hard times. Stay connected to God. That's one of my last things. Number five, as, as I close, hold on to God like something fierce. Hold on to God like you've never held on to anything before in your life. Because it's not a question of if, but when. Life is going to get tough. Have God right beside you the whole time. Don't wait. Don't wait till you get older to try to get serious about your faith. Do it now. Maybe you're here tonight and need to hear that. Don't wait till you're older to start reading your Bible and to start praying and to start making good choices. Start doing it right now. Follow God. Seek Him first. Right? How cliche is that? 
How many times have you heard that, to put God first in your life? Well, it's one thing to hear it, and it's another thing to do it. And man, the doing part is the hard part. It's so hard in the world that we live in to just follow God because so many people around us just simply aren't. And, and that's hard. That's hard. I want to challenge you guys with these things tonight. Just surround yourself with people who love the Lord. Connect to a church family. Love people and use money. Remember that you control you and hold on to God. I want to read this tonight. Turn over to Luke chapter 2. Kind of a different, kind of a different sermon. I know we're not spending as much time in the Word as, you, as usual. Luke chapter 2. I want to leave you with this. I don't think I have to read the setting of this. You know, we all have heard this before. Jesus is in the temple. Jesus is around the age of 12. He's a lot younger than you. If you pick up reading in verse 47, um, pretty, pretty remarkable things right here, but I really want you to listen to what happens in verse, in verse 49. And this is my prayer for you in your life. As you take life on, as you take just the challenges and when life comes at you, I want you to be able to say exactly what Jesus says right here. Pick up reading in verse 47. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? That's the ESV. The NIV says I had, that had to be about my father's business. And that, that's, that's really what I want to leave you guys with tonight. Whatever age you're at, isn't our life just supposed to be centered around my father's business, around God's work? In your life, no matter what you choose to do or where you go or who you marry, and all those things are important. I can't stress enough to someone who isn't married yet that the person that you choose to marry uh, is, is one of the most important decisions of your life. When I say surround yourself with people who love the Lord, I mean marry somebody who loves God more than you do. Who's going to want to pray. Who's going to want to be at church. Who's going to want to be serving. I want to challenge you seniors to, to, to date and to marry someone who loves the Lord more than you do. And it'll, it'll change your life if you do that. It doesn't always happen that way. But it, but it should. And, you know, we're challenged in different ways, and we've heard a lot of these things before. I want to challenge you, no matter where you're at tonight, to, to just think about these things. I mean, it's, you know, we've heard so many lessons. It's easy, you know, at some point you're just like, I've kind of heard it all. I mean, what do you have new for me? And the question a lot of times comes down to just us simply just doing the right things, having a clean heart, being about the right things. And I, I want to challenge you, seniors in your life to know that you can make a difference. And the way that you live and the choices that you make right now will affect, will affect the rest of your life. We don't talk about that enough, but it's true. There's a lot of young people here tonight, and I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here, families. I'm glad you're here in support. And maybe this lesson's just for just a few of us, but I think it's applicable to all of us. You seniors can truly do whatever you want to do. Um, Donnie prayed this this morning, but he said, he said something to the effect of thinking eternally. I want to challenge you to think eternally about money and about your life and about your job and about relationships and about your choices. Start thinking eternally. How, how is God, as we talked about my father's business, how is God going to feel about this decision? And we don't put Him in the equation enough. And He's the one that made us. We were made to serve Him.
I challenge you guys to do this, no matter where you're at. I'm excited to think about the world. You know, Jesus sent out the 12. I'm excited to think about us sending out all these young people, these Christian young people. And I know you're not perfect, but I think you're ready. Continue to grow each and every day. Spend time with God every day. Hope you listen to these things tonight. If you're here tonight and you just need the prayers of the church, we're here for you. Nothing I'd rather do than us just be a little later getting out of here tonight because someone needed prayers in their life. Maybe you're not a senior and you just heard some things tonight that you really need to do a better job of. Um, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're encouraging your senior. But whatever your need may be tonight, why don't you come as we stand and sing together. Okay.